Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. We've got a lot to get into here today. It's a busy weekend. Saturday night, the AW All-Out Pay-Per-View. A lot of big things went down on that show, not the least of which is we have a new AW World Heavyweight Champion. The first ever AW World Heavyweight Champion. His name is Chris Jericho, beating Hangman Page in the main event of the show last night. What did you think of the show? All sorts of different things. I, I will say I have not seen the pre-show. I heard the pre-show was better, but I have not seen it. So if you saw the pre-show, you can give us your thoughts on that. But the Kenny Omega-Pac match was very good. It's one of these things, actually, as I go through the matches. Every match was different. And that's one of the things that is a calling card of actually almost every promotion in the world except WWE. So if you want the same matches up and down the show, the same style, you're not going to get that with AEW. We had a fun Opener, SCU, Marco Stunt, Luchasaurus, and the Jungle Boy, which SCU won. Kenny Omega and Pac, very good match. Pac beat Kenny Omega. He passed out in Pac's finish, the Brutalizer submission. So Pac beats Kenny Omega. We had a crazy Cracker Barrel Clash. Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, all sorts of craziness there. Best Friends, Dark Order, and a tag match. Hikaru Shida and Riho. Winner of that match, which was Riho, is facing Nyla Rose October 2nd for the women's title. Cody Rhodes got his revenge on Sean Spears. The Lucha Brothers won the AAA World Tag Team titles over the Young Bucks in the ladder match. And then Hangman Page lost to Chris Jericho. Clean in the middle to the Judas Effect finisher. Chris Jericho has, in fact, gotten over a back elbow as a finish. We could talk about that show. We could talk about NXT UK, which had some awesome matches. The Copper Box show for New Japan, and so much more. And we'll kick it off after the break, so stick around. Wrestling Observer Live. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that two-thirds of all men, they start losing their hair by the age of 35? And if you notice, 
you might think, uh oh, it's too late. It's gone. Go to fourhims.com. One stop shop for hair loss, also skin care, sexual awareness. It's all for men. It's science, so you don't have to be bald. They connect you with real doctors, medical solutions. It treats hair loss. Go to fourhims.com. All the products are shipped directly to your door and order now. Now, my listeners of the video game review, they get a free trial of hymns for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. So here's what you do. For hymns, that's right, for him, no hymns. For hymns.com slash VGR. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash VGR. Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep. No, no. Something about the car? Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable, Super Fast Network. Before that, the car smashing thing. What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit. I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones. Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 916.19. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Just a quick note, if you're a subscriber, at video.f4wonline.com. No video for this show here today. The video crew is traveling back from the Chicago all-out show. But we do have two other videos that you can check out this afternoon, one of them being the Q&A that Dave and Jim Valley did yesterday, and then the Dave and Jim Valley post-show after AEW all-out last night. So... If you want to check those out on video, you can. Video will be back on the show, well, the very next show we do, which I think is going to be the Brian and Vinny show tonight. I think the video crew will be back for that one. So, Oh, we did the whole background today. Got a lot of stuff to get into. And these old pride posters can't see themselves. I hope it's back in time for tomorrow's show. I can only imagine. 
I got so much stuff to say about All Out, but we're going to let you guys give your thoughts as well. 844-411-5411 is the phone number. That is 844-411-5411. Text messages 425-780-7566. I thought All Out was a good show. Very good show in a lot of ways. One of the better AW events. Probably not as good as the first one, but I liked it better than Fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest. There wasn't anything on the show. I didn't see the pre-show. I saw a little bit of the women's battle royal, and it didn't look great, but I, I only saw a little bit of that one. But the actual pay-per-view itself, I think there was anything that was embarrassing, anything that was bad. There was no heat whatsoever for a few things on the show, not the least of which was The Dark Order and The Best Friends. I mean, they are trying to get The Dark Order over, and it is not working. And the Dark Order now has a first-round bye. They wrestled a match to get a first-round bye. So basically, they had a first-round match. Mm-hmm. I guess the only big difference is, presumably, the best friends can still be in the tournament. But we actually don't even know that for sure. So it may have just been a first-round match. But one way or the other, the big story in the show is that Chris Jericho is the new champion. He beat Hangman Page. I thought it was a good world championship match. The crowd was very quiet for a lot of it they were following an absolutely crazy ladder match with the young bucks and the lucha brothers but the reality is i don't think people really saw hangman page as a viable potential first ever aw world champion i felt that going into the show i felt that the week of the show i felt that during the show i felt that during the match. And the most amazing thing to me, honest to God, the most amazing thing to me about that match is they're quiet for most of the match. And finally, the guys start doing their near falls and everything like that, and the fans start to get into it. And they do a couple of of near falls. There was a spot where Paige tried a buckshot lariat, but Jericho hit a code breaker. That got a big pop. And Paige tried the standing shooting star, Jericho got the knees up. They're doing all these these spots. and Finally, Paige hits his buckshot lariat. He goes for another dead eye. Jericho rolls out. He stands up, and he hits the Judas effect. Now, this move, everybody, have you ever seen the spot where you lock up and you duck under into a hammer lock? The other guy gives you a back elbow. That, honest to God, is what the Judas effect is. Mm-hmm. It's a back elbow. And this dude hit the back elbow. And like everybody in the crowd rose to their feet. I mean, everybody in the crowd. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was like he may as well have hit like a 630 splash. He hits his back elbow. Everybody in the crowd gets to their feet. They like know that his move has been hit. They know the hangman's done. Jericho makes the cover, the ref counts to pin, the place goes nuts. I was flabbergasted. I mean, it's... Really? Kind of. I mean, the reality is, if you know what you're doing, you can get any move over. But, like, the AA is is honest to God, like, I mean, that's a pretty impressive move to get over. You hold the guy up and you tip him over. I mean, the guy (laughs) takes 50 worse bumps in every single solitary match. This dude got over a back elbow and won the AEW world title with it. So more power to this guy. 
But Chris Jericho's the champion. I think he's the man that should be the first champion. Wherever you go from here is wherever you go, but I think it would have been a mistake to have Hangman Page win the title. And it's him and Pac next. Time to build that guy back up again. So there you go. Absolutely. And I, I don't, I can't remember what show it was where Jericho landed the elbow on Okada after he snuck him. And the way that thing was filmed, I mean, if anybody saw that, that move was instantly over to him. And the fact that Jericho is a absolute pro, so he's gotten it over there. Plus, it's such a forgiving fan base. That is the one thing that they have going for them on their voyage is their stars are going to be way, way over almost no matter what. Almost maybe sometimes to a fault, doesn't matter. Whatever those guys do are going to be golden. Pentagon, Phoenix, the Young Bucks could have done nothing, just stared at the crowd. Of course, they were going to do more than that, but they still would be over. The Dark Order slash Super Smash Bros, eh, not so much. You know, the women's title match, eh, not so much. And there are some things that they're going to have to work on as far as development of characters. Most certainly is going to be the return and the rebuild of Hangman Adam Page. I cannot believe that they have thought they have done everything perfectly with him well now that he has lost his match he's got to slide a little bit further down on the on the sports entertainment scale or the 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 pro wrestling scale uh, you slide back a little bit you got to build back up this is the perfect chance to to do that and to make him as super strong as you know at least much stronger than he, he he's come across another thing that they are going to have to i think work on is I love 31 flavors on my wrestling shows. I have no problem with that whatsoever. You don't have to build up everything in the exact same way that New Japan does it or that you did it back in the day. But when you have your 31 flavors, if you're going to juxtapose them, you better make sure you're you're hitting on all levels. If you're not, then you got to be real careful where you, you put things. To start a show off in the way that you did in that way and then have it was it the, what was the what was right before the Super Smash Brothers? Was that the Darby Allen match? Yep. That's there was a great example of no, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Either Dude, it start, doesn't matter where the Super Smash Brothers, but it, but been. you know every you have, show, but you know you have the most work to do. So if you were dead set on putting that, you had to either put it on first or put it on the pre-show. You had to start with that. If you're not going to start hot, you got to start with with business. And if, if the Dark Order is going to be a piece of your business, then you got to play to their strengths. And I don't know what their strengths are, but damn, they that did not help last night to have that. And I just there, there were other little things as well too. But you know, the bottom line is for me at least, it was a pretty good show. The matches go on for too long. Got a little problem with positioning. Got a little problem with some of their ways. Their women's division, I don't think, is is fantastic right now and how they've played that. But, you know, all in all, this is still another step on the path. And they, I think they did a pretty good job and gave people most of their 50 bucks worth. In the air, what's up? I have a question about Kenny Omega. Do you think that those V fans are going to take him seriously after he lost the pack, who was like a Grisha guy, and also Chris Jericho, who was – Big star though to be about ten years ago, and I think he's the dude about ten the years ago. Get out of here. The rest of your well, question actually is valid. I'm going to talk about it after the break, actually, but I'm going to wait till after the break. So let's go to uh, this fella. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up? What's happening? Hello. Yeah, what's hey, going on? What's up, man? This is, this is John from Memphis, man. How you doing? Man? I'm doing great. Will you get going here, dude? We got like a minute. All right. I want to say this. That show was awesome. I had a great time in the arena last night. But 
the most shocking thing, the best thing outside of um, the latter match was the shock of Kenny Omega. I, you was right. They, we were shocked. We did forget about Pac's finish. A lot of guys who I was around, they did not. They forgot about Pac's finish because they did not watch him that much in Dragon Gate. It took me a while to realize how that finish was. I say this: it was one of the most shocking things I've ever seen, man. One of the most also, shocking things you've ever seen? No, shocking the way that, what I mean by how the fan react to that. Because well, that was, was shocking. Why? It, it was quiet, and then we was like, it, because the way they look, it looked like it was just shocking and confusing the way that the match ended because we didn't see him tap out. He passed out, and that was like a shock mixed martial arts way of that match ended. That's what I enjoy about that match. Well, yeah. I want to thank and you. My, my, okay, go quick. One more thing before I leave. I wanted, I enjoyed scaring your brother-in-law during the whole weekend. Just ask about that, Brian. All right. I'm glad I left you on for that one, John. Hey, listen, I got I got stuff to say about, about Kenny Omega and the Jericho match, and AEW in particular, and we will talk about it when we come back from the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So before the show last night, I had watched the interview that Hangman Page did with Jim Ross because... I talked about how they've not done enough with Hangman. They've not done enough with Hangman. You need to do interviews on, on these shows. Fight for the Fallen, Fighter Fest, Double or Nothing, whatever. They need to do more. They need to get this guy over. I had people say, Brian, well, they did. On this or that, on the Internet. I'm like, dude, I'm not talking about on the Internet. I'm talking about on these shows. But anyway, I thought, fine. I'll go watch this Hangman Page interview that he did with Jim Ross on one of the Road 2 shows. So I watched it. And it was very good. It was a very good interview. Now, was it like a... When it was over, was it was like, this guy is in contention for the the world title, for the first ever world title match for AEW. Did I feel that he was the guy? No. But he did a good job. It is possible for both of those things to be true. Yes. So, the one thing about it was, he made such a compelling case that he needed that he needed to become the first AEW champion. His parents are going to be there. and I mean, when it was over, like, I thought going in, well, Jericho, to me, was obviously winning. Obviously. It was the obvious choice. But in that Hangman Page promo, I actually thought, you know what? Damn. Like, this guy kind of has to win this match. So I watched the show, and they do the match. And I don't know if a lot of other people didn't see his interview or what, but they weren't that into him. He makes a big comeback. The fans get into there at the end. Jericho hits that elbow. People are aghast. Jericho makes cover, and he beats this guy. Clean in the middle of the ring. And this, by the way, was coming after what apparently was like the most shocking thing since the Undertaker streak got broken, Kenny Omega losing to Pac, which was another one where, like, WWE does things, and they show the the look of the crowd, and it's kind of like, wow, they got a couple of good crowd shots there, but AW had so many shots of absolutely shocked fans that Pac had beaten Kenny Omega. And I was rather, honest to God, I was I was astounded with how astounded the fans were. So here's the point of all of this. If you are somebody who is used to watching WWE, if WWE is your jam, and you've decided that you are going to start watching AEW, 
going to watch it on Wednesday nights. You've tried it out. You're sampling it. You are going to need to reprogram your brain to a different kind of wrestling promotion. Now, who knows whether in the long run this will work or not. I think it's going to work because it's traditional pro wrestling, which people have watched and paid money for since like the 1870s. So I'm, I think it's going to be fine. But WWE is the number one wrestling promotion in the world. And they've been the number one promotion for so long that there are a lot of fans who it's the only thing they know. And it's going to be very hard for them to reprogram their minds. But you need to reprogram your mind to this. They're going to be winners. And they're going to be losers. Like a sport. And like in UFC or Bellator, or any other one-on-one -on -one combat sport, or your favorite football game, baseball game, whatever, sometimes the best team is just going to lose. Sometimes the best team is going to win. Sometimes the best team might lose several times. There are going to be major upsets. That's why you play the game. I watched that main event last night, and I could just imagine having to hear today People talk about how, oh my God, they've 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 lost faith in Hangman, buried, or Hangman has been buried, or oh my God, you know, are people going to ever get behind Kenny Omega again because he lost to Jericho at Double or Nothing and he lost to Pac at All Out? Everyone's going to lose sometimes, and I realize that when you watch WWE. If, if Jericho versus Hangman Page had been at a WWE pay-per-view, if it had been at WrestleMania or SummerSlam, like Hangman Page, like there would have been a run-in, or there would have been like a bunch of ref bumps, or Jericho would have done some sort of screw job deal, or, or there would have been a heel GM something to, quote, protect Hangman Page. Because that's the wrestling that WWE promotes. But... There are promotions all over the world, like New Japan and the G1 is a prime example. Like there was a day where Okada, after after God only knows how long, he went in there and he lost clean to Sonata. Okada, after the G1, lost clean to Minoru Suzuki. That was setting up a match with Minoru Suzuki at the Copper Box, which was an awesome match, by the way, if you didn't see it this weekend. People are going to win and they're going to lose, and they're going to win and lose because they're telling stories that involve certain people winning matches and losing matches. It's not a promotion right now where we're going to hire everybody, and we're going to get mad that we have to hire certain people because the fans like them, even though we don't see anything in them. And so we're going to beat these people because we want to prove to the fans that they're wrong about who they like. That's not what's going on here in AEW. If that's what you're used to, you're going to watch this show and you're going to be confused and you're going to be baffled and you're going to wonder why they don't see anything in people, but that's not what this is. So the Jericho win, the the loss bike, I wasn't shocked at all that Pac beat Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is one of their biggest stars. They're trying to get Pac over. They want to do things with Pac. They want to do something with Pac and Hangman. They shot an angle for it after the show. Pac needed a win here to get elevated. It ain't going to hurt Kenny Omega. He's not going to be forgotten about or not over or anything like that. He lost a match. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, look, it's the reason we have an AEW is because of what you said. 
you know, people, they're not ready to be, they're done with being, they were reprogrammed by WWE and they're, they're tired of that. They want something else. They want to go back to a different time or they want to go back to pro wrestling old style with a, with a new twist or they like new Japan, but they want to see, you know, English speaking natives do or whatever it is. I mean, like there's a reason people have pulled away from WWE. There's been lots of different reasons why. And one of the reasons why is none of their characters have any credibility. It's one of the reasons they don't have any stars. Everything's 50-50. Nobody's really got any long-term credibility to them at all. That's why they have to call back on people from the past all of the time. And and you can beat a guy as long as they have credibility. And that's the, the whole thing with pro wrestling. It's the way it's always been. It's what AEW hopefully will do. It's what New Japan does better than anybody else right now. You can beat Tomohiro Ishii 15 times in a row as long as he always looks in a certain way in those matches, as long as the losses make sense in the grand scheme of things. You can do that. You know, you talked about Okada. Okada was in tears. Can you imagine if they did the storyline with Okada never being able to, you know, beat Tanahashi, going on a year's quest, several years quest, and coming up short? And then at one point on the biggest show on their WrestleMania coming up short, he's in tears crying. Can you imagine that? What that would, you know, if you were just to take that and throw that to American fans cold, what that would be. But it wasn't the case because Okada had all of the credibility in the world. It was working in a longer term story to get people emotionally invested, to get people devoted to that guy. And you talked about Omega and Page. You made a comparison between the two and you didn't even intend to do it, but it proved your point from what you were talking about from before. Everybody was shocked. They were stunned. They were blown away by the fact that Omega is laid out and they're just sitting there with their jaws hanging open. They're shocked about that. But with Adam Page, they don't have that because they are not emotionally invested in him. He's a guy that, and this is going to sound insulting, and I don't mean this because I think he's been a blue chip guy for a long, long time now. But he came along with these other bigger name guys. The Young Bucks and and Cody are on a little bit of a different level. Chris Jericho's on a different level. That's okay. You know, but Adam Page doesn't have that investment from fans yet, and you have to continue to build that. Him just coming along and people knowing he's a blue chip guy obviously hasn't been enough. And I hope they take this time to do that because, like you said, you know, people were, were losing their minds over some of the stuff that were on here, but they weren't for other things. And Adam Page is one of those guys on this quest for not only him, for anybody challenging for their world title, people have got to be involved in it. Okay, so listen, the other thing is, this is not just an AEW thing. I mean, if you watched the NXT UK show last night, there was a Tyler Bate match with Walter. Walter, as I like to call him. Unbelievable match. Absolutely great. And the fans wanted Tyler Bate to win so badly, and he fought so hard and so valiantly. But at the end of the day, he got killed with a lariat and pinned. Because the story of the match is that Walter is the better man. Now... Tyler Bate's unbelievable. Nobody could watch that match and think that Tyler Bate is being buried and that he's never going to be used well again. He got over as big in losing as most people ever get in winning big matches. That's what they do in NXT. They do in NXT UK. They do it in New Japan. They do it in all sorts of different promotions around the world. So I think that most people, most fans that actually watch something other than WWE, like they're going to get this stuff in AEW. But if you're a hardcore WWE fan and you don't want to hear about anything else, AEW is not going to be for you. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You know, listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month. One audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more. All professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post, delivered daily to their Audible app. With that convenient app, members can access Audible anytime. Start listening today with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash fish or text F-I-S-H to 500-500. That's audible.com slash fish. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, this is Paul in Barbersville, and uh, between All Out and that Walter Tyler Bates match, this has been an amazing week. Uh, for wrestling fans, uh, just can't wait for uh, Royal Quest to go up on uh, New Japan uh, World. I hope when it goes uh, up, they fix these issues. I mm. I watched the Suzuki Okada match, and the match was awesome. Mm. But the stream, the audio, and the video don't match up. 
So, like, you hear bumps before the bumps actually take place. The announcers sound like they're calling the match on a telephone. The production is just, it's god-awful. And I liked the match, but I couldn't enjoy the match. And I just couldn't, like, watch anything else on the show. So, hopefully they've got a copy that's not all messed up. Otherwise, that sucks. Hey, Paul, did you see that whole show? Yeah, um, the, the uh, Copper Box show, UK show. No, the Copper Box show. I, I saw the second half of it. I uh, was kind of busy around the house uh, during most of it, but uh, I did love the main event there. And uh, going back to a uh, all out, uh, what you were talking about with the Dark Order earlier. The thing is. You could tell a really compelling story about these guys because they were comedy workers who got serious, became very good, had a trial in Ring of Honor where they had a really good match with the Briscoes on free TV but didn't get signed. Then they ran into visa issues and spent the past five or so years tooling around Canadian indies. And instead of that, they're just a couple of guys in Halloween costumes. They got a, a couple of guys in Halloween costumes. They got these creeps that lurk around with them, which just, it, it looks, it's just so goofy. You know what they They got mean. a bunch of weird guys in delirious masks that well, follow them around. And one other thing, like, I don't want to be that guy. Be I'm that not guy. asking for anybody to be on steroids. But, well, dude, Uno has got, like, if, if you had, no, dude, are you kidding me? If you had a hundred wrestling parties around the country, you could probably find five of them that have a fan there with a worse body than Uno. I mean, it's so bad. I mean, yeah, the, the outfit uh, does not help him. Be no, nah, the up. outfit doesn't help. Well, the, in the in the and the thing with the delirious guys too. At this point, and this is was my my short term solution for a Baron Corbin. If you're going to have these guys be literal, in, in the case of Uno heavies, get them not out of the tag team situation, but get them in a position where they are going to be henchmen for somebody or be aligned with somebody. They don't need to be leading a, a little, like, crazy little group. They just now need to be attached to somebody. Try to figure out how you're going to get them over as a tag team, but play them in the background. I, I Again, I... I appreciate them trying to, to hook them up and them trying something. I mean, not everything, like the librarians, not everything is going to be uh, all fluffy ducks and bunnies and stuff like that. But when you know it's not working, you know, you want to adjust earlier rather than later. And, and this obviously is not working to anybody. And, I, and, I, and I'm too bad for them because they are vets for a while. And look, a bitter story of... You know, obviously, one of the guys that, that Jim Cornette hated and the ROH stuff, I, I assume that's where the delirious masks come from and all that stuff. I mean, there's a story you can tell. This just ain't it. Well, at the end of the day, I, and I have nothing against the Dark Order. I don't hate the Dark Order. But here's the thing with the Dark Order, any act on any show. What about the act is great, okay? You don't have to be the best wrestlers in the world that always have great matches. Maybe what it, what sets you apart is that you are a great worker in the ring. But maybe what sets you apart is you have a, a great look or you're a great promo or even with just like a guy like Jungle Boy. You're it's just like over. Like you walk into the, the building and everybody just loves you. I mean, what is it that sets you apart? I mean, 
look at the the Marco Stunt Luchasaurus and the Jungle Boy, okay? I've had people in, in WWE that are like, really? Like, that act is over? They're going to push that act? Yes! And it's like, hold on a second. Wait, you'd love that. <laughs> There's a guy dressed as a dinosaur. He's got a jungle guy on his back. And they've added Marco Stunt, okay? Now, on paper, on paper, if you say... There's a there's a jungle boy, there's Marco Stunt, and there's a guy that's dressed as a dinosaur that didn't get over in Lucha Underground. I mean, yes, if you look at it from that perspective, it's like, what? But if you watch them one time, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. What matters is they come out, and Luchasaurus is one of the most over guys on the entire show. The people love the Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt is out there doing all of this crazy stuff. Great guy to get heat on. The people are into his comeback, although they did, he almost turned him when he did that flossing gimmick. But at least that led to Chris Daniels attempting to floss. So I have no complaints about any of this. The fact of the matter is, they're super over. Great, okay? That's the whole thing. No offense to the Dark Order, but what about them sticks out it, it's not the physiques they do no promos their wrestling matches I, I know that they've had great matches but not not one time have they had what you could call a great match on AEW television they have no special uh whatever you'd call it charisma charisma they, they're, yes. they're out there with the creeps i mean it's just nothing about it is working right now that doesn't mean that they should be fired it doesn't mean that they should not be used what it does mean is that maybe they shouldn't be in a position where they're at right now because it's not working yet. Look at Sean Spears, okay? He's a perfect example. Sean Spears, like he got the, the 10 thing over in WWE, but he was nowhere near like a main event guy, a guy that's gonna be in a blood feud. It didn't take long for them to make that work in AEW. Great. Leave him in that position. When when guys get over for whatever reason, leave him in that position. Take it's out the been contacts, multiple though. shows. The contacts are fine. Yeah. Multiple shows with the Dark Order. They're still not over. Like they should it, have it the needs, contacts. It needs to be moved down the card a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Don't yeah, get to, rid of them. Well, to not on the card, to not on a pay-per-view card, to not on uh, maybe only a pre-show. We'll see what happens with TV and where they go forward with the tag team tournament and everything. And we'll have to see because it's very easy. If this was a qualifier, a zero-round match to get into the first round, whatever, fine. You can beat them now and kind of just do what you're going to do. But we'll we'll have to see where that goes. I want you to, to ask... You know, if you can, go, go ask the, the people in WWE who were shocked and appalled by this combination, this threesome of, of the Luchasaurus and Marco and Jungle Boy. Who is more over, uh, the Luchasaurus and his two people or the Funkasaurus and the Fungettes, which WWE tried? Because, boy, that's just sour grapes right there to look at a trio doing what Marco and, and Jungle Boy and, and Luchasaurus are doing and to, to have any sort of salt or spice on it. You can say what you want about Darby Allen, some of the crazy stuff, but, like, that type of wacky thing. I mean, Paul Burchill, like, swung from the rafters. I mean, look at some of the crazy things that WWE has done. Come on, man. Let's get some of these calls in. You're on the air. What's up? 
Hey, guys. It's James in Tacoma. Um, <clears throat> so I watched the entirety of All Out this morning, and my biggest takeaway from the show was, even though I liked everything on the show, everything felt kind of disjointed. And it kind of felt like, well, actually, I guess I just, it, I just realized it felt like five different people booking one wrestling show. And the problem with that is that even when everything on the show is good, nothing really meshes well together. And it's kind of like a weird lackluster experience, even when the show is good. And it just kind of keeps me thinking, I just, if you, this promotion really wants to have like a focus, they need one guy in charge of all the divisions. So you don't have this weird, uneven thing where it's like the women's division's weird, the tag division's great, you know, here's the undercard, it is what it is, here's the way the singles booking works. And it just, when I was watching it, I don't know, maybe it was just distracted or something. It just didn't feel coherent. It didn't feel coherent at all. All right. I want to thank you very much for the call. Yeah, you know, I think they need to do some work easing some of the pieces into place because they do have a, a lot of uh, of mouths to feed. Uh, but I'll say this, no matter what, Cody's stuff does seem almost on another level, on another air out. And I'm not saying another level, but it, that seems the most detached in some ways from everything on the show. I'm not, and that's not a bad thing because I think he's been involved, at least to me, in some of the best stuff every time out. But you see how his stuff with, with Dustin and his stuff with Spears and, and all that, it just feels different than everything else on the show. All right, last call, then we'll go to text. You're on the air. What's up? Oh, hey, this is uh, Marcus. I actually covered the NXT UK show for you guys on the oh, show yesterday. Oh, what a show. Uh, it was awesome, actually. I, I didn't see uh, All Out yet. I didn't see the New Japan show, but uh, I was really happy with that show. And I've seen Walter and Tyler Bate uh, numerous times live over the years. I've been going to Germany for WXW since uh, 2010. So and this might just have been the, the best match I've ever saw of these two guys. So, And um, I'm not sure, did you talk about the interview Triple H did after the show, uh, the, the YouTube stuff? Did no, you what did you say? Did you talk about that? Um, actually, he, yeah, it was a fluff talk, but uh, in the end, he actually took the mic again and said, okay, um, uh, all these guys, all these guys and girls have been working very, very hard. And uh, there's a lot going on today in the world, and uh, there are other people in the UK today, and they're just basically, they rented out an arena, but our guys are here to stay. And he basically, uh, he didn't mention AW by name, but he uh, said, okay, now follow that. So I, I, I did see it. Was some... Yeah, I, I don't know if it was Tyler Bade or somebody tweeted that as well from one of the accounts, follow that. And hey, listen. Yeah. Um, if if that's what we're gonna get on Wednesday nights, like these two companies trying to one up the other like this, and and I'm like good. every Wednesday is like Saturday, awesome. Yeah. Great. Now the problem yeah, with that is be, it will be great. Looking forward to that. I hope so. When things start going bad, you start getting the hot shotting, and I know whose end it's gonna come from first. <laughs> this person says, "Is Dave lost his mind? Different companies' titles and lesser unsigned stars going before first world title match because the former has more action." I think what he's talking about is I think Dave argued that the latter match should have gone on last on the yeah, show no. yesterday. I don't know. He is he has argued this before in the past and. Like every every situation is different, but had I been on the show with him last night, I would have violently argued against this. Yeah. It's the first ever AEW World Championship match ever one of the, history. One of the guys, yeah. WWE's been around since 1963. If if all goes well with AEW and they're around in 60 years, I mean, this is the first. You're crowning the first champion. 
I don't care if the Dark Order's in the match facing each other for the belt. World title match has got to go on last. That's my thought. And, hey, it didn't ruin the show. No, of course not. Of course not. No, it's got to go on. And, again, you're already punching from beneath anyway with Paige not being as super over as of all the other people that were on the card. So, I mean, come on. I mean, no. (laughs) Look, I think just here's the question. In 60 years, will Impact still be around? And also, Triple H said Vince wouldn't be taking over NXT and had a job or had a jab at Dave uh, yesterday. Listen, good. Okay, not the jab, but I know that everybody is saying that Vince will have no hand in NXT on USA. I can't see the future. I don't know. Maybe they're right. All I know is what I know from studying the past. And I think that this is impossible, no matter what Triple H thinks right now. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Attention business owners. Now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-470-7113-800-
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Two quick things. This person was there last night, Section 116 Ops at the Hard Cam. From my perspective, he says, the ladder match completely killed the crowd. I didn't like it because of how dangerous the spots were. So I'm going to tell the Young Bucks and Lucha Brothers to stop before they kill someone. Well, again, I mean, I watched Naito matches. He lands in his head on purpose. Like, the two really scary things last night were both total accidents. Nick got his leg clipped on the top rope, almost killed himself. And Matt somehow fell off the ladder onto the ladder and almost Mm. killed himself. They're both fine. Matt admitted on Twitter, I don't think I can ever do one of those again. They're both fine, but, I mean, they recognize that these are not going to be regular occurrences for them. The other thing that this person says is, Orange Cassidy won me over big last night, nice and simple debut. I don't know for sure what they're going to do with Orange Cassidy, but I know what I think they're going to do, and it seemed to have been illustrated last night. He's going to do things like spots with his hands in his pockets. That's what he he did a dive with his hands in his pockets. Now, if you get really mad about that, you know what? You could do a dive with your hands in your pockets. Do I think that Orange Cassidy is going to do a bunch of slow motion spots and some of the stuff that you've seen as indie matches? No. Uh, Cheap plug, but if you watch the match that I did with Orange Cassidy over Mania weekend, that's what I think you're going to do. He's going to do things that are done to throw off his opponent. But at the end of the day, and they even said this on commentary, he is an excellent Lucha Libre-style wrestler. And that's what he's going to do in his matches. It will be more like Yano than Invisible Man spots. And I think that's okay. Maybe I'll be wrong. But I think it's going to be all right. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners over the studio. Have a safe and fun weekend. And we'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.